Hi, welcome. This is my life from my perspective. Things I've learned and things I hope to learn. Things I tell other people and things I don't. This is Influence by me. Today, I'm going to speak about something that is kind of a varied topic and it's definitely personal. It's probably something that people would just relate to off of what I'm saying. It's probably not a subject that is that wide. But regardless of if you don't have many friends, if you don't have many people in your life, I'm someone who only has one super close friend and maybe a few acquaintances, a couple of people that I might talk to in different classes in school. But one friend who actually gets me, one friend who I tell things, real things. And I realized recently that I'm not as open with my friend as I think I am. A couple of months ago, maybe, I was at a sleepover at her house and it was probably 4am, we were really tired. I feel like in the middle of the night is kind of the time when you you get deep, you, you say things that maybe you might regret saying in the morning, regardless of if you're out clubbing and you're talking to some random boy or if you're talking to your best friend in her house. I feel like you're most vulnerable at that time. I think there's studies that have shown that you are. I definitely am anyways. So, you know, we were talking and at this point we weren't that close. Um, my best friend and me have been friends since primary school, um, but only best friends about a year ago. I used to be friends with a girl that she didn't really like, and she used to kind of ask me to walk around school with her on lunchtime, and it kind of pulled me away from that other friend that I had. It made me realize that I didn't like my other friend that much. And that I particularly liked this new friend, um, who is now my best friend. And we got really close in the space of about a year. Sometimes I forget that we weren't always best friends. But I think the sleepover kind of really changed our friendship. We got really deep. We started off talking about gossipy things. Uh, boys, friends, parents, relationships, our image, how we see each other, how we see other people, you know, the things that you would gossip about with your best friend. And then, for some reason, we were both sat there crying because we'd ended up kind of sharing each other's secrets, you know, we would spill our secrets to each other. Which most best friends would know, but I felt very distant from her, and I still do. I feel like we're not typical best friends. Um, we definitely have grudges against each other. I do anyway. We definitely don't like certain parts of each other. We're definitely very different people. But... We do have parts of each other that we get on very well with. You know, we we kind of, we finish each other's sentences in many ways, not just sentences, because she's dyslexic as fuck, but you know what I mean. Um, 
so I kind of, I got told her some of my main secrets. She told me some of hers, and we were kind of sat there on her carpet floor with this really weird vibe. And I think we felt very open. You know, we'd shared our secrets to someone that we hadn't ever shared that much with before. And we kind of felt like someone had opened our stomachs and just like ripped a ton of shit out. And now it was just open. We felt like kind of everyone knew our shit, but it was only us, and I trusted her. And I still trust her, but the trust is broken slightly. And I think when you share secrets with people, it does definitely obviously make you feel closer to them. Especially if they keep your secrets. But um, I realized that I'm, I'm not that close to her that she doesn't know me as well as I thought she knew me and I think she thinks she knows me and I realized recently as well that I feel like this with a lot of people I think it started off when I came home from her house one time and I hadn't really started cursing around my parents at that time I was probably like a year younger than I am right now so it was not long ago I remember coming into the house and I was like talking about some random shit and I was like oh my god it was so fucking dumb like what a fucking shithead and I was full on cursing in front of my parents and I completely forgot I was not with my best friend but I think it made me realize how much you change and it's quite obvious that you're not going to tell your parents things that you would tell your best friends but I actually have a really really close relationship with my parents even when I was really young I would just tell them everything I used to have a best friend a different best friend in primary school and every time she left the house I would go up to them and I would tell them everything that we did and I would tell them everything that she said and everything that she said that upset me and everything that I said that upset her we were kids you know we upset each other we made each other laugh and cry and we argued quite a lot my new best friend we don't argue at all we make each other laugh but we've never argued and i think it made me realize recently as well that arguing in relationships is actually really really good it really gets everything out in the open and it makes you feel more comfortable with the person feels like you've seen every side of them i think we're just too innocent um a while ago that we hadn't we hadn't really argued and now since we've hit kind of more of a, a teenager stage we have started arguing a little more but still we're we're kind of under control and sometimes i want to argue with her and then she'll stop she'll 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 put her guard down and i'm like no continue please i want to want to get all my stuff out so instead of taking it out on her i'd come home and i'd tell my parents And that's crazy for some kids, you know? Like, a lot of kids just sit in their bedrooms on their phones and they don't talk to their parents at all. My best friend is one of those kids. Her parents have no idea what is going on in her life. They have absolutely no clue. They know I'm her best friend. They know her age. They know her height. They know how she likes to style her hair in the morning when she goes to school. And possibly her favorite movie when she was six. But other than that, they know nothing. My parents, on the other hand, know nearly everything about my social life. 
of course i'll leave out the nitty-gritty bits that i would only share or spill with my best friend because that's embarrassing but i think it's particularly because i have an older sister she's 26 at the moment and she's kind of done everything bad and everything good in a parent and child book i do remember sometimes when she would break the rules the clays in her car and not be able to get into it get really drunk and pass out on a bar floor and have to get picked up i do remember some of those things and my parents were really angry i remember that they would come home after talking to her or they would talk to her separately in her room and i mean she's 11 years older than me so i was never allowed much insight into their relationship or into you know their parents and daughter life because i was a kid but I do remember my parents being very angry at her and coming and telling me why they were angry at her. And I was like, wow, so when they're angry at me, they must tell her why they're angry at me. And I definitely don't have a great relationship with my sister. She's my only sister, and it's a really long story, but basically my mom had her with some other guy who is her dad. They lived in a different country. They then moved to the country that I was born in, that my dad is from, because he kind of left them. Can't remember what age she was, but she was definitely young. I do feel very bad for her about that. I have a really stable family, and she doesn't particularly have one. But they moved over here, they met my dad, and then they had me. So technically, we're half-sisters. But I mean, we live together, and... We act like sisters, so... I mean, there's no telling anyone that we're not. But I've I've never really felt close to her. I just never felt a particular warm sisterly bond. I mean, I'd tell her stuff. Best friend kind of stuff. The kind of stuff that two sisters would tell each other. Boys and life, a little bit of mental health, beauty. But not all. You see all those kind of sister relationships on TV shows where they just tell each other everything and they're so close. And my best friend was always so jealous of the fact that I had a sister. She had a little brother that she just couldn't tell anything. They always fought. I mean, me and my sister fought as well, but not as much, I think, as they did. My sister's definitely not as old as she is mentally. If you get me, she's she's not adult at all she's 26 and she's still not hit the brink of adulthood she's not very good at cooking she makes really really shitty decisions she's just very untidy and her mental health is definitely not great i think because she was the older one you know she went through being a teenager and becoming an adult before me of course i'm still a teenager but I think I definitely kind of looked up to everything that she was going through, everything that they said, you know, to my parents, everything she said to my parents and they said back. And I learned from it a lot because I'm definitely more mature than she was at this age mentally. Um, but even though she's not around much, you know, she has another house. She was never really around much. She, I think has three degrees so she was never really around here she was 
she's she's a smart person you know she's she's com- accomplished things you know she's she has problems she's made mistakes but i mean everyone has i definitely always compared myself to her though um i i never really felt and still don't feel like you know the overly favorite child i always definitely thought more when i was younger but still that she is the favorite child and I'm not sure if it's because my mum and her spent lonely nights in a flat in a different country for nearly 10 years together just by themselves when he left her. Or if it's because me and my dad are from the same place, the same second name, share a lot of interests and mental health problems. <laughs> but I definitely feel closer to my dad and he probably feels closer to me. My sister and my mum are definitely closer. They just have similarities that I can't even put my finger on, but they're there. And me and my dad get on really well. I mean, most of the time we get on well. We have really similar interests, and he's the only one in the family who kind of gets my mental health. I mean, whenever I was upset or stressed, most people would go to their best friend, you know, or sit it out, look things up online, or find some weird online psychotherapist or some shit to call. But um, I went to my dad, usually, and I still do, to this day. And I tell him all my problems, and I try to get help for them. And he would usually help me. He just, he got it. He felt the same way a lot of the time. He shared a lot of the feelings, and... When you're feeling shit, having someone else who's feeling shit is kind of a good thing. He definitely understands teenagerism more than my mum and my sister might, even though they've, of course, both been teenagers. My sister is a hardcore push her She just gets on with things, gets up, does shit, isn't lazy. She's a Capricorn. Not that it matters. Both my parents are Tauruses, um, and I'm a Gemini, so there's a lot of earthiness, and then I was supposed to be born a Taurus, but, uh, but I, I became a Gemini, <laughs> everyone slags me off for that, but it's okay, I don't mind being a Gemini, cause, you know, it has its perks, still get judged a bit, but it's alright, I judge them back, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she, she works really hard, she's also lazy at the same time, though, it's, it's difficult to explain, but, uh, yeah, she, she pushes things aside. She pushes her mental health and physical health aside a lot just to get on with things. And uh, whenever she feels sick or anything like that, she'll just get me a paracetamol and a glass of water, drinks it, and then she just gets on with her day. I'm not like that. I do like to make a fuss, but I still consider myself as... You know, I I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm strong enough. I feel like I push through and um, accomplish things. But I'm definitely a bit more of a winger. I do like attention. Possibly a little too much. Because I feel like... Like with my friends and with my parents that I don't get the attention that sometimes I deserve. I definitely feel not good enough to a lot of people. My mom, on the other hand... She's definitely more my sister than she is me. 
She's very hardworking. She's kind and helpful. She perseveres. She accomplishes things. She definitely puts things aside a lot. Just pushes through things and gets on with them. She's definitely a get over yourself, get on with it kind of a person. And so is my sister. My granddad, well, we like to call my mum and my sister, my granddad, his name, because he is a classic granddad. The, you have no idea what we had to deal with back then. You have it so easy these days. Just get over yourself, get on with it, move past it. You'll be fine, push through. That side of my family is very like that. And the other side is super soft and super helpful and kind and baby talk (laughs) whenever you're upset you know they're there to comfort you instead of cheer you on through both are good but in equal amounts too much of one is just overpowering what I would look for in a person is someone that helps me push through hard times Helps me persevere to the other side and accomplish things I want to. Tells me that they're proud of them and that I did well. But still, makes me do things. Pushes me on through them. Gives me stamina and strength. But also someone that I can feel comforted by. I can feel small and soft that I can be cradled by them and supported mentally and physically. I have parents that do both. And I'm very grateful for that. But my mum definitely has a side that I don't like. Which, even though it sounds harsh, I dislike compared to my dad's personality. And I definitely prefer my dad more than my mom's personality, in some ways. Sometimes when I was a child, I used to get really stressed out. I have a thing called emophobia, which is a severe fear of being sick, physically throwing up. It used to be really bad, but I think it's gotten better. When I was a child, I found it really hard to sleep, especially having emetophobia. I could get one lump in my throat and I thought I was going to be sick, so I'd have to sit up, drink some water, and try to calm myself down. But at this time I was only six or seven, so I couldn't do it by myself. So I was stressed and I'd rush into my parents' room, wake them up, and say, help, come on, I don't know what to do, I don't know, please help me, I'm really stressed out. My dad would comfort me. He'd come into the room with me and chat with me for hours about my problems. Tuck me into bed and tell me it's all gonna be okay. My mom, however, would give out. She'd tell me that I needed to get over myself. That it was so annoying that I could never just sleep. That she was exhausted and she needed time alone. That I needed to grow up and get over the silly issues I had. At that time, she didn't realize how much the words hurt me. They stabbed through me like a knife. 
At that time, I didn't really get what I was feeling. But I realized recently that I'd been feeling the same thing for years and years on end. That's another story. But my mum will always be part of every story because she's always there. Always talking. Always listening. I think I try to change the way she perceives things. I try to get her to understand mental health and how it affects me. But she doesn't get it. She says she tries. She says she tries to change, but I don't think she does. And recently, I've learned to live with it. Accept the truth and move on. It's hard. It's hard when you're someone who knows so much about something. And even though you have to tell someone about it nearly every day, they have to live with you. They still don't know how to help, what to say, what to do. It makes you angry. You want to put words in other people's mouths and you know you can't. So you tell them to yourself, but you don't believe it until someone else tells it to you. I have a lot of different personalities in my life. A lot of different people with different opinions. But I'm one person with one opinion on many matters. But what I've realized, what this whole conversation is about, is how I change myself, my opinions, for each individual person. There was this one girl who came into my school. It must have been about four years ago now. I didn't have many friends. I was judged and bullied harshly. Nobody really knew though, because I had a couple of people who got me, and they were bullied too. I think I was mainly bullied because I used to play these dog games. I used to pretend that I was an animal. Not a furry, don't worry. But I used to run around and pretend I was a wolf and pretend that my friends were dogs. And we had really, really good fun with that game. I mean, we were like seven or eight. I mean, what else could we do? But I got called dog girl for the next like five years of my school life until I left secondary school. to the teenagery school where no one really knew me except for a few people who kind of moved on but still liked to bring it up to upset me. So this one girl, new girl, we didn't get many new girls. She was from Italy. She came into my class and I think that was the first time in a while in primary school anyway, that I felt like I met someone who I was my complete self around. I hung out with her for like two years, went to her house, had sleepovers. We were best friends for a good while. Then she moved. We FaceTimed for a while after that, but it got boring and I kind of just ended the friendship. After that, I became best friends with my current best friend, 
As I said at the start, there's definitely things that we agree with on. We're so similar, yet so different. There's definitely a lot of things I would like to say to her that I don't, and that I won't say. That I'm too afraid to say. Too afraid to lose her. But I did realize when I came home that one day and I forgot to turn off best friend mode and turn on parent mode and I accidentally cursed in front of my parents. I realized how different I was around every single person. With my parents, I feel myself, but only one side of myself. A comfortable, free, happy person who definitely has sad and angry sides. Funny, outgoing, but has no problem with showing stress and emotion and anger. No problem with telling people what my problems are and how I want them to deal with them. Definitely bossy. I like to tell them what to do. I like to put them in their place. But I do things for them. I clean the house. I make dinner. I'm pretty kind as well. I'm not a bad child. They're lucky that they have a child like me. A child who they have insight into its lives. A child who comes home and tells them about their day and doesn't leave any parts out. A child who sits and eats dinner with them. And a child who watches TV with them until they go to sleep. A child who you know will be with them when they're retiring. A child who hates and loves them at the same time, like any normal child. But with my best friend, I also feel like it's the best side of me, the most real. I kind of say what I want. I can just say anything regardless of if it's a little awkward, rude, sexual, crossing boundaries. I can say it. She doesn't care. She agrees with it. Everything to do with young mental health. Struggles of being a teenager. She gets it, of course. Boys. Relationships. Friends. Beauty. Of course she gets it. She's a 14-year-old girl. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm not my true self. I hide things. Things I want to say to her. Things I get angry about. Things that annoy me. And then there's other people. People outside my friend group. People outside my parents. My siblings. My aunties and uncles. New acquaintances. New people. Last year in school, we came out of lockdown at the end of it. I think it was December. I was in school for a while. My best friend and me didn't have many classes together. We didn't have that much chance to kind of hang out in school other than lunch times. So, you know, I had acquaintances in different classes, people I said hi to, 
people who are friends of friends and things like that. And I know everyone talks slightly differently when they're around different people. But I particularly put on a different mask every time I saw someone. My parents like to say it's the Gemini in me, but I don't think it is. If someone said they liked anime, I'd tell them I did too. If someone said they had a dog, they said it was a collie and that that was their favorite dog breed, I'd say it was mine too. If someone said they used CeraVe moisturizer, I did as well. If someone said they went to bed at 11, I did too. The tiny lies to make someone feel more comfortable in situations, make someone feel more relatable, make someone feel like they want to hang out and talk to you more, they're fine. But it was the lies worse, the lies that I made and made up and thought over and overthinked again and again, things I said in moments that I wish I didn't, the big lies, the ways I changed myself, the people around me and the really strong opinions that I had on things those that I changed just to try and fit in I'm definitely more myself right now more myself around my parents and my best friend around other people there's still a side of me that I hide from everyone a side of me I had from my parents and one from my best friends a side I hide from the public and a side that I show Sides I hide from myself, and sides I'll never know. But me is me, me is all I will be. So I guess I gotta stand proud, and let it be what it wants to be.